0: Let's uh, check in with our good friend Solomon Wilcotts, Emmy Award-winning reporter for the NFL. Played in the NFL and always uh, getting great wisdom from Solomon here. What's up, Solomon? How are you?
1: JP, I'm doing great. How
0: are you? We're doing. We got through this little tropical storm. You know, just a little bit of wind, a little bit of rain, but we're ready uh, for a big weekend of football. Obviously, the, the Bucks won't be playing here, but uh, maybe good to get out of their stadium and uh, get the taste out of their mouth from that horrible loss. Uh, to the Saints, I'm sure that took you a little by surprise. Uh, that game, what, what did you see? What did what did the Bucks do wrong? Where, where are you putting the uh, the the blame finger?
1: Right. I think you got to spread it across um, <laughs> every position, right? I mean, yeah, think, much. think about it, man. They they go three and out. I think of what three the F- first three first or four, four? possessions in the game. Yeah. yeah, and so that to me was offensive line, and the offensive yeah. line I think has played poorly each of the last two weeks, um, they haven't been like they had. I mean, like they were through the first month, two months of the season. And so the last couple of weeks, the defense, I think, the secondary has had a letdown. I mean, they've given up an average 27 points per game over the last three games, um, going back to the Raiders, Giants, and then the New Orleans Saints. But in that game, every phase played poorly. Every phase. The wide receivers, I thought, um, didn't attack the ball. Didn't give Tom good looks. Tom wasn't exactly on top of his game. Let's face it, he was hit, hurried him, harassed. Mm-hmm. He got to do a better job in, of of managing the situation. I think they've got to do a better job of making sure that Mike Evans remained priority number one. He's their best yeah. receiver. You cannot forget that. Don't lose sight of who you know who's the best guy. He is the best guy. Now I know he's been nicked up. He's been hurt, but the second half of the season. They've got to begin to prioritize the things that are important, and they seem to get it right for about a two, three-game stretch, and then some of the bad habits like that the Bucks have always had tend to creep back in. I don't expect those things to go away overnight, but I do expect them to be playing much better at this point in the season. They're much better than that as individual players. And J.P., I'll say this. Never before in the history of our league, at least not in our recent memory, has an all-star team come together in one off-season yep. with all these great names on the back of the jersey? Have they gone out and won a title? That's what they That's what's up up against them. They need to be aware of that and exercise whatever demons need to be put aside. Come together quickly and play for one another. Yeah. Stop playing for the glory. Stop playing for the title or the trophy or whatever it is that fills in the blank. And start playing for one another. If they do that, there won't be anybody who can beat them.
0: Well, Solomon, what you're talking about here is team chemistry, right? And and I'm not I'm not saying this was a B's fault this game at all. I mean, if there's any fault, I think it's on the organization. But to try and bring in a guy of this personality and this talent um, in the middle of a season and you know, and I don't know the inner workings of it. Of you know who's who's butt hurt and who's not butt hurt about targets or what have you. All I know is I saw an offense this week that was completely devoid of any identity. I had no clue what the game plan was. Um, at times it looked like he was trying to force the ball to Antonio. One was picked off because of it. It just seemed disjointed for whatever reason, and it's hard to ignore when you put in an ingredient like that into you know a a. a as I was saying earlier this week, a pot of spaghetti sauce that's already tasting pretty good—it's um, hard to work it in, and I, I think that may have been part of the issue. What do you think?
1: I, I think what precedes even that—I mean, you're not far off—but what precedes even that is when you tell everybody that what you're going to do. You <laughs> tell everybody, "Oh yeah, we're going to target him ten to thirty-five times. He's the new element. Yeah, and ball's coming his way, and then you go out and do exactly that." I mean that makes no sense to me. No, I mean that. That's why I tell you, it's like they're trying to do so much more than just trying to be good at yeah. what they do. Yeah. Instead of coming together, it's about all checking all these other boxes. You don't ever tell a team. You put a player in the game and say, "Yeah, we're going to throw it to him. He's our the most important thing that we're going to do today." And then it just helps everybody else check out, right?
0: Yeah,
1: it doesn't help the guys who've already. In there, um, and I'm not blaming Tom. I'm not blaming AB. In fact, this is far from Antonio Brown. He's got. No. He doesn't have. Not on this one. Now he, his fingerprints aren't on this. Thing. No, no way. It, you know, and because here's the deal, they couldn't run the ball, could they? Nope. Well, they didn't try. They not try protect, Yeah, but they couldn't protect the quarterback. Right, right. They couldn't. They couldn't cover the receivers for the New Orleans Saints. They let. Um, they let Drew Brees go up and down the field, yeah, time and time again. He was, yeah. I mean, it had nothing to do with Antonio Brown. <laughs> Man, I, I'm just being honest now. No, and and they I, need to be honest with themselves.
0: Yeah, and, and like I said, it's not a B's fault, but the fact that the organization brought him in in the middle of the season, and you know, it has that affected the chemistry. I mean, since they signed him, they've played the two flattest games I've seen him play all year. Um, and, again, I, I don't know how it's working within the organization, but you've been in these locker rooms. And when, and when they bring in a, a guy like this, I mean, is, is is Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and and Scotty Miller, who got three targets and has been getting nine and ten, I mean, do these guys go, are, are we not good enough, Tom? And especially when it's Brady, who was pounding the table to bring A.B. in, and the head coach didn't want A.B. We know that. So it just seems like it's the, the whole situation seems really effed up.
1: It, it. It. I get it. It does take time for it to come together. Here's, yes. Here's yes. what I also say. You let's look at the Bucks and look at all the new elements and all the new moving parts, and AB is one of those new parts. That's the honor. Yep. Um But the whole offense. I mean, they're they're only in their second season. With with Bruce but, Arians. That's right. The guy. The team they played on Sunday. How long has that offense been together? How long has... Hey, how long has Sean Payton and Drew Brees been together? Since six? 07? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like how much new learning oh, is everyone doing in that huddle on either side of the ball? And and so and I that's what the buck the Buccaneers, the communication from coach to player, they've got to put it all up in front of them and say, guys, this is what we're up against. These guys have been doing it longer. Many of you weren't even here for. We didn't even have an off-season program with. Many of you didn't. We didn't have a real training camp. We just jumped right into this. Mm-hmm. So when I tell you we need to work hard on our attention to detail, and we need, we're going to have to flatten the curve in terms of the time it takes for us to get where many of them are, and where we ultimately want to be. We got to expedite that. That that's that's what coaching is about. It's about communicating that more than it is about trying to find out whose fault it is. I yeah. mean, you know, that, and the coach can't come out and like, well, Mike, Evans, nope. Mike I know. Evans. What was that? You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like the energy, the energy is focused on the wrong area. Right. I mean, we can all see that for ourselves, but what are you going to do about it, coach?
0: Yeah. That seemed like a bizarre comment from, from Bruce. Um and, and, especially when, you, when your game plan and your defensive game plan looked for, like, not really good. I almost said something else. Uh, but it was awful, and you're coming out and blaming the quarterback.
1: I don't know. That's, and now, so here's the deal. I just spent some time with some of the coaches on the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. You know what they told me? The Carolina Panthers are a good team. Yeah. Matt Rule and Joe Brady are building something special. And Teddy Bridgewater is is becoming a, an elite quarterback. This, now, this is coming from Kansas City Chiefs coaching staff. Mm-hmm. That that that's the team the Buccaneers need to be focusing on. Yep. Because if they don't think that they can lose, to now what if what if the Panthers beat them on Sunday? Now we're having a whole different conversation oh, next week, J.C. Yeah, we are. Okay. Okay. So that that's what that's what this league is all about. It's about really learning how to be a team, learning how to play together, learning how to stick together when it gets tough, and learning that anybody can beat you. They went to New York last week like it was a coronation, yep, not a competition, mm-hmm. like it was a coronation. Like well, you're going to show up, game be over. And now I love what Mike Evans had to say about. It. He said in the past we would have lost those kind of games. Yep, he, true. He 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 was right, and he was right, but that but. Why did you have the letdown? Mm-hmm. Why did you go in there flat anyway? That was never discussed. Yeah, and then you show up against the main big bully in the division. <laughs> Guess You see what happened? Yeah. So they they need to really lock it in and pay attention, or they could find themselves. I'm telling you now, the Panthers are dealing. Yeah, they, they are. hung thirty. They hung thirty on the Chiefs, and if not for missing the. The game, They would have been a walk-off game-winning field goal. Had they not missed it, they would have won the game. Yeah. They're, they're, they're beating the defending Super Bowl champions. So Matt Rule is a really good coach. He's a builder of programs. He knows how to pour into players. He knows how to communication skills. I'm telling you now, they're going to be formidable. Right now, Tampa's got a program that's got a two-year quarterback. The Saints have a program that's a two-year quarterback. They're the young team trending upward, and nothing would make their day more than to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: Uh, Solomon Wilcott's joining us here from Pro Football Focus. Uh, the defensive game plan from the Bucs was bizarre. Um, to play a lot of zone and not blitz Drew Brees and and to not make any adjustments. I think mean, Brees was 14 for 16 for 145 and two touchdowns. The first four series. I mean, what was that all about? And and that's not what the Bucks do well. I was I was very uh, taken, very very perplexed by that defensive game plan. What did you think?
1: Yeah, I was too because I think you can blitz Drew Brees. Um, he's going to get rid of it quick. He's going to read you well. Yeah. But I I want to move him off the spot. I don't want, and I want to make him. I want to flush him to the right or to the left. I don't want him stepping up in the pocket. He's a guy that if he he wants to step up, he wants to climb the pocket and get the ball out quick. But if you force him right or left, um, he's not as good, not as accurate. I mean, I mean, he's still a guy to deal with now, but um, you you've got to move him off his spot, and you got to try, and you can't just give him those pre-snap looks and allow him to see press man outside and then start taking shots at you. I, I'm concerned about the secondary; they haven't played well. Mm-hmm the last two weeks, okay? And you know how high I am on these guys. Yes, yeah. but But you got to show up. Now, This at this time last year, that's when they turned it on. And, and and for the second eight games of the season, they were as good as the Patriots secondary. They were as good as the 49ers. Um, in our database, they they were third overall. In the final eight games of the season, um, you know, after they moved on from Vernon Hargraves and send it, Carlton Davis into that primary role, um, and now the last two weeks they've taken a step back. Yeah. I'm just flat out telling you the data supports it. Yep, and I think I think the film would tell you the same.
0: Well, maybe if they get back playing a little bit more man and a little bit more pressure, they can they can um, they can figure that out. Uh, Solomon, before I let you go, uh, your thoughts on um, where this is headed right now in the NFC? I mean, we saw Seattle last week um, get beat decisively by buffalo um who are who are the best team i mean obviously the saints have now laid claim to being in the best team in the nfc can, can the Bucs get back in that mix at some point i mean they got the chiefs and the rams coming up and like you say they got to beat the panthers but in the nfc now it still looks like the bucks and the saints are are the two best teams what do you think
1: these next three games are going to tell us about the bucks yep. i I, yep. I believe they're still part of the conversation okay uh, but they've got to stop reading their headlines, yep. stop showing up like it's a done deal, and come out and play, man. This should be fun. This should be fun coming out, playing with the guys they have. If they play that way, they're going to win a lot of games. If they're reading headlines, mm-hmm. expect other teams to lay down. I'm telling you, they're going to get beat. You know, okay. Seattle found that out. Now, Seattle's got some deficiencies defensively. Their inability to rush the quarterback. They trade for um, Carlos Dunlap. They had seven sacks on Josh Allen, and he still hung 44 points on him. So that, they yeah, I, I believe Russell Wilson is one of the best quarterbacks in this league, and I think their team is good. They do have deficiencies on defense. Um, I just think that the Green Bay Packers are going to be there. Um, there's no doubt the New Orleans Saints, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Those are your top teams in the NFC. Um, But I'm going to tell you right now, you you just got to stay ready because I think the Arizona Cardinals are trending upward. Mm -hmm. They're in every game. The quarterback is a a tough out now. So um, always be careful of one of those teams that you least expect. And I think in the NFC, they're it.
0: All right, partner. Always a joy talking to you, my friend. We'll uh we'll check in with you next week. Hopefully the Bucks. All can right, get I got
1: my fingers crossed this week now.
0: Right. <laughs> Which is, that was not good what you told us about the Chiefs coaches, but uh hopefully that news has gotten to the Buccaneers. All
1: yeah. right, JP. Appreciate Take it. care. You're the best, Thanks. my man. All right, bye bye.
0: The great Solomon Wilcott's right there. That's all we needed to hear. The Chiefs think that the Panthers are a special up and coming team. Uh he's right though. You know, ever since they've been heaping all this praise on the Bucks after they beat the Packers, you know they go in there and they're flat against the Giants. They're flat last week when everybody's picking them to win. It's part of it. You know, guys they they watch they watch the national uh, broadcast. They they looked at listen to everybody what they're saying about them, and and then it's human nature. But the great teams don't do that. The Brady teams don't do that. And I thought that that was something that he would definitely bring to the mix here, and I think he has to some degree. And you don't, you know, we're not bailing on the Bucks after one horrible game, but there there has to be a bounce back this week. If you know one game's a problem, two's becoming a trend, three in a row, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. There'll be no excuses for this this week. It's a tough road. Yep. Tough three games right here. All right, we shall take a break, come back. We'll give you an update of what's going on at the Masters and uh, other updates. We've got some COVID issues popping up around the NFL and
1: more in college football. We'll update those in just a few minutes. Stay with us.